Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I am Tyler Walzer. I'm here with Puyo Ricey. We are a day late. My apologies. Um, I had I had the flu. Tested for COVID. It uh, was inconclusive. But uh, here we are. We're a day late, and I apologize. But we have a big weekend coming up. We got some news, uh, lots of news this weekend. We had a great last weekend. Um, I think before we get into playoffs, Puyo, let's talk about... Um... I got something we got to talk about. Okay. So... Were you not able to play through the pain to record yesterday? Or was it a personnel safety issue that the producers just kept you back just to keep your voice for the playoffs? What was the reasoning here? I could I could not literally sit up for longer than 10 minutes yesterday. And what I was – I had a, a fever of I think it was like 39.5 or something like that. Um, where I just wasn't making sense. In what I was talking about to people. Well, we never make sense, so that's an irrelevant point. Well, However, even less sense. We're not a blue game kind of guy, eh? Okay. Even less sense. <laughs> I, I know I could. I li- I literally couldn't, I couldn't. I'm just giving you a hard time, and I get. I it. know I you are. I know you are. I won't stand for it. No, I know. <laughs> but I do have one thing, like legitimate, to bring up. Go. The Texans. Yes. We know they had an abysmal season. Yeah. They had the chance of the number one overall pick. They yes. threw that away. Now, is that the coach knowing he's getting fired, just kind of giving a big F you to the team? Like, well, I'm going to go for the win. What? Why do I care about your future when I'm going to get fired? Or is it also that there's not that big of a difference between the number one overall pick and the number two overall pick from the standpoint of Chicago, where I don't think there's a massive consensus number one guy that's looking like a franchise, you know, once in a generation player that's going to be the number one pick right now that everybody saw it after, right? There's a couple names in there, is there not? There's okay, so there's two guys at the top for the Bryce quarterback, Young and CJ Stroud from yeah. Alabama and Ohio State. So there's two quarterbacks that are going to go one, two. That's almost a guarantee um, until Chicago got the first overall draft pick, and now they don't need a quarterback. So but they can still trade that pick to somebody, you know, they trade, can trade it the away. Player. Now, in terms of Lovey Smith, who's the head coach of the Texans, winning that game and having them finish second place, I think he knew that he wasn't going to get rehired. Um, and also, I don't think it's you said it's a big fuck you to the team, but I don't think that that's the case because all the players on that team, why do they want to lose? No, not a fuck you to the team is in the players. I mean, the fuck you to the team is in the ownership. Well, the ownership sucks. So probably yeah. that's but why. I, for the ownership, do you think they really care about one more win on that season? Why? No, would... they would have rather have the number one pick. Yeah, exactly. 100%. But I mean, how do you get your players to say, hey, guys, lose this game? Because all those, like, then that means Davis Mills is giving up his spot at quarterback, even though it probably is going to lose it anyways. But you're basically telling your players like, Hey, we need better drafts to replace all you guys. Cause you're not, you don't it. tell your players that because I think that demotivates them from ever wanting to put their heart and soul into your team. But the coaching is who you can actually say, like, listen, do this, you know, like, I don't want to say throwing the game, but 
But I, yeah, I guess like I don't know how coaches can throw a game unless they just always go for it on fourth down or like stupid play calls. Fire him the game before, so you know, your coach doesn't even come in and just put some schmo in as the interim head coach for the last game just to bomb the game. Now that would be the way to do it. Yeah, that's actually. I, I just think his ownership. What's the point at, at then? Like, what's the difference between a three, uh, whatever, and one record? As opposed to a two, whatever in one record. Yeah, yeah. I no, it means in the the ownership one hundred percent would rather have lost that game and have the first overall pick. But you're right; that's the only way it would do it would be fire Lovey Smith two days before the game starts, bring in some guy who just doesn't know what he's doing and causes turmoil, and they lose the game. Yeah, that's the and way. The other side of that is, could that hinder you from getting another good head coach in the future, knowing that this is how you're going to treat your guys? I mean, they've had two different head coaches in two years. Yeah. So everyone already knows that that's how they treat their guys. No. I don't see uh, a good season next year for them either. But anyway. Neither do I. Neither do I. So um, last weekend, there were some huge games that got teams in the playoffs, got teams out of the playoffs. And then we'll get into some uh, coaching firings, some Derek Carr stuff. And then we'll talk playoffs coming up this week. Now, let's so the Dolphins won and the Patriots lost, which got the Dolphins into the playoffs. Now, I don't know how I feel about that because two is not going to play. So I don't know if that's a better situation for the NFL. Um, but then let's for, skip all that for now because more interesting. Is well, can I make a point off- to the Dolphins? Like, yeah. The Dolphins are what nine in cold weather games, oh in in last the last yeah they they haven't lost they haven't won a game in forever that's been below forty degrees Celsius yeah now they don't have their best player why are they going to beat the Bills they're not going to beat the Bills but we'll get into that later let's get into that playoffs later let's talk about last weekend which got people in the playoffs and the most interesting game I think we talked about obviously last week was the Seahawks game coming up against the Rams. Oh man, that game was stressful. I don't know how any Lions fan. I was more stressed watching that game than obviously the Lions game because the Lions game didn't mean anything. But they, oh my god, it was Baker Mayfield that pick in overtime. Like everyone said, Baker Mayfield can't throw the long ball, can't throw the long ball, can't throw the long ball. Whenever he was in Cleveland, and they were they were giving him shit about him being a bad quarterback and. OBJ wanted out of town and everyone was like, why does he want out of town? And then his dad posted that viral video on like Twitter, Instagram or something of uh, Odell being open like 12 times and Baker not being able to throw it far enough to get to him. And even then I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. It's just obviously two people fighting in the dressing room that's going their different ways, but seeing him miss Van Jefferson to get a Rams to get the Rams the win and kick Seattle out of the playoffs was, oh my God, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. So as your situation, being a Lions fan, knowing what was at stake in that game, would you have rather had that Seattle game played after the Lions game? Because, yeah, you know, like when you're, when your future's not in your own hands, it's kind of all pointless, right? At least that way, if the Lions are playing, they can hold the future in their own hands for that moment. Win. And that still gives you hope. 
This way, your hope was already crushed before your lines played. What's the yeah. better scenario for you as a line? So I think you'd actually want the dramatics of watching the Seattle game after. So I had that conversation with uh, somebody's from back home. And I think the NFL, I said to them, the NFL is going to screw this up because they're going to put the Lions Packers on Sunday night. And the game's not going to mean as much because the Seahawks are going to win in the afternoon. So like it won't, it just won't matter for the Lions. It'll just be the Packers. So I, I think don't know if that matters as much. I think that matters equally from a neutral standpoint because for Seattle, they got to win to play, but Green sure. Bay has most to play for. The Green Bay could, and that's why they were the Sunday night game is exactly. because the so NFL I think they wanted actually, the Packers. From a neutral standpoint, it was the better game to put. Sure, but they should have put them both at the one o'clock, four o'clock time slots, like the the afternoon game. Should both have been Lions Packers World Cup style, so nobody yeah. can throw it. So no one can, can no one knows what's going on, and then make the night game some other game. Like it could have been the Jaguars Titans game from the night earlier. Um, then you have a full Sunday of games that actually matter, but I see why they did it. It just, it didn't make it actually having Seattle win and knowing the lions weren't going to make the playoffs made the at like the evening a lot more enjoyable for me. I was able to enjoy the lions Packers game instead of be a stress case about every single play because it, I, when there's nothing on the line like that, it's just, you don't, care i don't want to say you don't care as much but you're not gonna like cry about it no you had your consolation win you didn't have the worst yeah. outcome you had your consolation win of watching aaron Rodgers potentially never playing green bay again yeah so that was a weird way to end that game right like he got absolutely destroyed all game and and then after the game jameson williams runs up to him wide receiver no. rookie oh sorry jameson jameson williams yeah um and said, "Hey, can can we do it? Uh, can I get that jersey?" And then Aaron said, "No, I have to keep this one." And then he went off the field like almost like hand in hand with Randall Cobb. He pushed a video um, camera guy out of the way because he was like I don't know crying or some shit. Um, pushed him out of the way in the tunnel and made it very obvious him and Cobb like walking into the sunset. So I mean, all con like playoffs aside. That's a great consolation to like we retired Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You don't think he plays again next year? I don't think he plays in Green Bay. I don't think he plays in Green Bay. I think he plays again though. Yeah, but he'd have to be traded. Which is possible. It is possible, but it's tough to I don't know. All right, we'll see. But I mean there's a lot of the other side of that play. is your boy Jamal Williams, who I think also had a little moment with Rodgers since he was a former Packer. Uh yeah. Would you say, you know, like where do you stand on this? He broke Sanders' record, but yes. the number of games played doesn't match up. Like, is that um like those are tough? I think almost at that point you have to kind of like break it down to the number of TDs per game, like uh per game, right? Yeah, I think you have to break it down per because I think the NFL used to be like 12 games and then it went to 16 games and now it's 17 games. Absolutely have to take that into account. Yeah. Because also, uh, just Justin Jefferson was close to beating Calvin Johnson's record with uh, another game. W- with another game, yeah. um, I think Cooper Cup was close to it. Last point year. though, because he didn't beat yeah, it. So it yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Cooper Cup didn't do it either. But you have to take that another. That's an extra 150 yards on average for those guys. No. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. I think that you have to break that down per 
Yeah. Like seasons separated with those year difference, those generational gap differences. Era now, differences. I like this guy. I love him. I now, love is him. he not the most uninhibited play, like pro athlete you've ever seen? From he goes from crying to talking trash in a split yeah, like, second, like a, a split second. second. In a split second, he's talking in tears, talking about how his great grandfather passed away, and he's that that game's for him. That game's for him to like literally blinks his eye and goes, "We're the Detroit Lions. Don't fuck with us. Don't fuck with us." Like. I thought he was about to go on like one of those Mike Tyson rants, you know, oh, like, yeah. eat his heart, you know, I mean, eat his children. <laughs> yeah, I love him because he also seems like such a mild-mannered, not mild-mannered, but um, like goofy guy. Like he's super into like anime and like Pokemon and stuff. And did you see his, uh, when you know how like in Sunday night and yeah, his intro? Yeah. I don't even I don't know, know what he said. said. Yeah. I'm guessing that's some sort of cartoon character. It must be because it's the only thing I could think of was the Key and Peele skit where like the they have like a bunch of weird names and and looks for the guys um but i did, I, I, I love no the guys that don't take that seriously i would have thought that'd been a requirement by the nfl to be honest that's actually one aspect i'm surprised the nfl actually lets the players do whatever they want to do like they can't celebrate like they didn't used to be able to celebrate a touchdown the way they wanted to yeah you know they can't like they get taunting like delay of game penalties and stuff um but they let them say whatever they want in that intro oh yeah it's awesome because yeah. I think one guy who went to some school in the States, I don't know where, what university lied and said Harvard. It was on the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I don't know what it, more I guys what... from the Detroit Lions that last week said something as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I love one it. Guy, one guy went to Barry Sanders University. Yeah. Malcolm Rodriguez. Malcolm Rodriguez. Barry, yeah. Barry Sanders. Not even, University. Back. Not even a running back. No, he's a linebacker. I thought that was, was so weirdly hilarious. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, that was entertainment. And that's our team. That's why I yeah. love this team. Nine and eight. I know we couldn't make the playoffs, but we got to see Aaron Rodgers leave a loser in Green Bay. Yeah. And I hope he doesn't come back to Green Bay. Like, just kidding. I would love for the Green Bay Packers to suck for the next 10 years. And let the Lions, the Lions have a lot of free agents this year and their offensive coordinator. Um, ben Johnson is getting a lot of looks as a head coach in places. So I'm not a big fan you of that. Just said a trigger word, and I'm sorry to jump ship here, but offensive coordinator. Now, I know oh. you have this relationship. Now, I'd like to say it's a love-hate, but there's no love. All that love that could be there is just added hate with Matt Patricia. What I'm reading is that the Patriots are looking for a new offensive coordinator, meaning yeah. – Robert Kraft sat down with um with uh, Belichick and said, "We need a new offensive coordinator. Your boy's a bum." So yeah, uh, but they haven't fired him. Them fired him. I don't think Bill Belichick likes to fire his guys. Like, but that's a mistake. That that shows like a blatant mistake on Belichick. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent a. It is, but I think that's a saving calculation. Face, you know, kind of move. Yeah, maybe like they. They can put him back on defense where he belongs, if he even belongs. I don't there. think he belongs anywhere. No, he doesn't. He should be sitting on his couch eating. Cheese. Ever since his uh, defense, when he was in charge of the Lions, showing what he did with their defense when having free reign. Yeah, you know, out when he was out from underneath the hand of Bill Belichick, he showed what truly he's going to do on defense. He was terrible. He was terrible. He is terrible. 
and he's always been terrible. He'll always be terrible. And it's just one of those things where I'd like, I just want them to say we fired him because he deserves to be fired. But I feel like that's another win for you on the season. Like, you know, that's, it's... that's a win. Like also knowing that it's got to suck because now so many of the fans of the Patriots and maybe some of the people in the Patriots organization don't believe that Mac Jones, their quarterback who was in his second season is going to be a good quarterback anymore. And I don't know why they would think that knowing that you've just handed over the reins to your young quarterback from Josh McDaniels to Matt Patricia, a defensive idiot. Now you've made an offensive moron and you like, did you expect Mac Jones to have a better year? I don't understand that at all. So get yourself an actual offensive coordinator and then maybe Mac Jones can be an actual quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I don't. I, I couldn't care less about Mac Jones, to be honest. He's a dirty player, and there's no place for him. But That's true. Josh McDaniels. Yes. How long does this guy keep his job for? I think does that he gets all one... depend on who the next quarterback is in uh... – I think he gets one more year. Yeah? Well, he's like, they still were in a playoff um, contention up until week 17, I believe. When they lost in week 17, I think they're then they're out. If they but... didn't – if they sustained every lead that they had, they would have been the best team in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, they got a lot of, like out of that offense. They got a lot. Now I think, I don't know why like to give up on Derek Carr like this. And now, so Derek Carr came out today and said um, like his goodbyes to all Raiders nation and Las Vegas. And thanks for blah, 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 whatever. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how you find a better quarterback right now unless you go and get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so but they have to give something up for him, right? You can't just grab him. They'd have to trade for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. yeah. Now, draft picks could be something, future draft picks. Yeah, future draft picks. I think also, like, they could trade. Well, I don't know if they gave – I think they might have given up a first-rounder for Devontae Adams, so I don't know if they have a first-rounder. Um, I'll have to look into that. But they could trade. Maybe Green Bay wants Derek Carr. Yeah. Like if, there's also the rumors of Tom Brady. There's rumors of there's a bunch of rumors. There's a bunch of rumors of guys float around, yeah. but all rumors. I think he gets one more year, one more year to try to get that team to the playoffs. And then if they don't now, make the playoffs next year, I think it's done for him. One thing I'm starting to believe more and more, and this is completely biases my kind of like for the uh, Raiders. I think Derek Carr is better than Dak Prescott. I think he's far better. Wow. I think Dak Prescott is a perennial letdown every year. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to get you over this hump. And this is the year to show. If he makes a deep playoff run by playing well, I will, you know, eat my words. But I just don't see it happening. I also don't see it happening. Um, I mean, Dallas plays Tampa Bay and Tom Brady this weekend. So, but also you went when we talked on the phone earlier today. So, Dak Prescott has the most interceptions in the league this year, and he missed a couple games, few games, like maybe four games. Now is that that's kind of Jameis Winston esque, right? Like, oh yeah, we'll win. I'll get some points. We'll win some games. It's just you know, I'm gonna throw the ball away a lot doing it. So so far, man, you are gonna make a lot of enemies on this with their Dak Prescott, and you've compared him to Derek Carr and Jameis Winston. Now I'm gonna throw another one out there for you. This is direct at you. I take at this point. Looking back at their careers, I would take Kirk Cousins over Derek Carr. Why? I'm sorry, not Derek Carr, uh, Dak Prescott. 
Why? Why for both of them? But why? <sighs> that is so frustrating. Kirk Cousins is shitty. He's very shitty. I I, I don't think he's amazing, but he's, this is my kind of lack of faith in Dak Prescott now. Well, I mean, you can have lack of faith in Dak Prescott and not make a moronic statement like the one you just made. Well, why you take you take Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins if you had the yes. choice between two? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like Kirk Cousins is a game manager that doesn't manage a game very well. Dak Prescott can actually make plays. He might be loose with the ball every once in a while, throwing it away, throwing it to the team, but Kirk Cousins makes way more mistakes in bigger games. We'll actually find out this weekend because. Well, I think they both, I think they, uh, actually, I can see the, um, the, the, the Vikings, this is one matchup I think they actually can move on from. They're playing the Giants, right? Yeah, they play the Giants. Yeah, I think they got the easier matchup to actually pull through. I don't think they go past that. Because what, they bump into... Um, they bump they into play, likely the 49ers, right? If Minnesota wins, I think they play Philly. And if the Because the 49ers are two right now. And then... No, I they, think if the, either Tampa or Dallas would play Philly, don't they? If Tampa Bay beats Dallas... So because those are four and five teams, da- uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas are both the four and fourth and fifth seed. Yeah. So if Dallas wins, they play Philly. Okay. Yeah. So Minnesota will play San Francisco probably. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The only yeah. other two Philly. teams that could play uh, Philly would be uh, Seattle or New York. Those are the six and seven teams. Yeah. So yeah. so Minnesota will play. Sorry. Minnesota likely plays San Francisco, assuming San Francisco yeah. beats Seattle. Yes. And that would put either Dallas or Tampa Bay up against Philly. Yeah. So yeah. Seattle really will be the only ones that would slot into that Philly Philadelphia game. Or the Giants. Yeah, or the Giants. Yeah. But I think Minnesota, we I think Minnesota wins that game. Now, um, so there was with that Derek Carr thing, let's just quickly brief on um head coaches head coaching positions available right now. In the NFL, Carolina Panthers, Arizona Cardinals, Indianapolis Colts, Denver Broncos, Houston Texans. If you were an NFL head coach or a prospective NHL head NFL head coach, where would you want to go with those teams? Panthers, Cardinals, Colts, Broncos, Texans. Did the Colts officially fire their coach? Uh well, he was just interim. Yeah. So the spot technically is done, still open. Okay. I mean, I didn't expect Jeff Saturday to stay on after no. that, but I'm just curious if they formally haven't had... formally left. I think they probably just, they don't need to fire him because they can just say like, oh, he's also in our coaching search. Yeah. Uh, I think actually the Colts would be the team. Like, I don't see why they're that bad. I think it's a coaching and quarterback thing. That's it. I think so too. So if they get a quarterback, which they can get one in the draft coming up, they might luck out and get one of the top two guys. Okay, so the Colts will have the fourth overall pick, and in front of them, it's the Cardinals that don't really need a quarterback, the Texans who do need a quarterback, and then the Bears who don't need a quarterback. Now, if the Bears don't trade out, they'll probably take someone on defense, which means that Houston will take a quarterback. Arizona will probably take someone on defense, and then 
Um, either Bryce Young or Strout will fall to the Colts at four. Now, if someone trades up to the Bears to get that quarterback, then the Colts might be out of luck for a quarterback of the future yeah. in this draft. But maybe the Colts also trade up to to get their quarterback of the future. And then I would say that, yeah, maybe that is the best job available right now. Yeah, with a healthy uh, um, Jonathan Taylor, they got good guys on defense. As long as none of these guys aged horribly this offseason, but just getting pummeled every week. Yeah, no kidding. They're, they're, they shore up the offensive line and then get a quarterback. They're, that team's good. Yeah. It's a good team. And they're not the best division. Like they could, they're not that far from competing in that division. No, they're not. And the, you got to think that Tex, the Titans are on their way down. The Texans are still dead. And the Jaguars are on the way up, though. Jaguars are going to be good next year. Yeah, I don't see the Jaguars year. getting worse. I don't see why they'd get worse next year. No, they're going to get better. Everybody just gets a little more experience. I don't think anybody's getting too old. Maybe a couple of those receivers. Um, Marvin Harrison, really. That's the only. Yeah. Now, so that I would think Colts, and then I would go maybe Cardinals is the next best. My issue with the Cardinals, I don't think it's time to give up on Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback. But I don't, I think it's time that he moves on for his own sake from Arizona. I think that relationship is a little bit tarnished there. And I think he needs a fresh start somewhere else. Really? Okay. So then that would be. But I like, I don't think like he's done. I don't think he's a bomb. I don't think he's got nothing left to to prove. Do you think he's better than Dak Prescott? I think he could be, but no, I don't think he's done enough in his short time in the NFL to say he is. Um, and the Panthers don't really have a quarterback right now either, so they kind of I don't know. The yeah, do they have? Do they got a young guy too, don't they? That they drafted. Um, they drafted him, but I don't know how much faith they have in him because they're talking about trying to just get a quarterback as quickly as possible. I don't know what happened with that guy because they liked him. Obviously, they drafted him and they thought they he played was him once, didn't they? Uh no, I think he got hurt in the preseason and then hasn't played a game. No, oh, well, that's it. Fuck yeah. Okay, let's talk about uh, Wild Card Weekend. One of the best weekends, I I believe, in sports is Wild Card Weekend. Let's get uh, into it. Um, I got two points to make about Wild Card Weekend. I agree. It's exciting. It's a great weekend, number one, because there's a lot to play for, but also because the number of games each weekend dwindles down. Yeah. You know, this is the last weekend where I'm going to go meet a buddy to watch two games in one day because you're not going to be able to do that after. No. So there's uh, games on Saturday. So this is the actually the best part about Wildcard Weekend, too, is every game is available, and it's the only game at that time slot. So you don't have to, like, flip back and forth between games. You don't miss any games. You have your first game Saturday, 1.30, then 5.15. And then Sunday, it is 10 a.m., 1.30, 5.15. And then Monday night, 5.15. And these are all West Coast times. Um, but, yeah, I mean... This this weekend also always has great games and like sometimes big upsets. Yeah. I don't see that happening. I don't know. I, it's, this no, is a tough weekend. There's always this upsets, but weekend. before we get too deep in the playoff matchups, I got called out by somebody I work with that somehow miraculously listened to one episode of our um, predictions before the beginning of the season, and he called me out on the NFC West since he's a Seahawks guy. Okay. And we had them as the worst quarterback room. That was our statement, at least what I said. The worst quarterback room in the NFL. Which now, at that time, 
everyone on paper sure however somehow geno smith even broke a record for what was the most receiving uh passing yards in a single season by a seahawk yeah i think he broke russell wilson's record yeah so i i think we already know that uh, we every everybody was wrong about geno but let's review our division winners because we did decently in our predictions we had we actually had tennessee winning but we secretly both were kind of saying the dark horse jags could win that so that's almost yeah. like a 50 50 yeah we had i had kansas city and somehow you talked me into they're not <laughs> gonna win we... the bottom of the table but i feel like that's another 50 50 like I, I i was i was still stuck on why would kansas city not be the best team in that division we got that one wrong for sure i think i had chargers who still made the playoffs so i'm still yeah. happy about now that. we did both have cincinnati yes we both had buffalo Yep. We did kind of come down to Philadelphia would be the guy, the team, no? Yes, we did. I remember we were talking Dallas and we were like both like kind of analyzing is that we both kind of like Philly. Why wouldn't Philly be there? Yep. And yeah, that okay. division, that division went from the worst division in football to they have three teams in the playoffs. They almost had four. Almost had four, yeah. Yeah, which is shocking just to show how bad a lot of the teams in the NFC are. Yeah. Uh, we had Tampa Bay now. Mind you, we had them at 11 wins. Hey, as long as we got them there, as long <laughs> as we got them to the top, it doesn't matter how many fucking wins they got. No one no one cares anymore about how many wins yeah. they had. They just we, look at the teams in the playoffs. And as much praise as I've given Kirk Cousins, mostly just despite you, we did have Green Bay winning that division. Right. Not sitting in third. And the yeah. Rams. How did the Rams fall so hard? The Rams hard? had a horrible season. I don't think they're going to be good next year either. No, I think everything goes wrong for them. I think this is kind of the downfall of the Rams this season. Coach yeah, like leave. Coach leaves. Aaron Donald leaves. Uh, yeah. I think it's Cooper Cup by himself looking at Baker Mayfield like, fuck, I, I'm not going to get 70 yards anymore. He just walks in and he just goes, what happened? What happened? He's just looking at the, who the fuck are these guys? What the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> No, we did not do too terribly at all. Um, all right, so let's get let's get into these games because this is going to be a weird weekend, I think. Um, the 49ers, Seahawks. Now, the 49ers see, are a better Did you team. see Pete Carroll's press conference about this? No. He was not looking that confident. Mind you, he doesn't say too much, but he was just – he was really praising the 49ers, saying they're looking pretty unstoppable. They've gotten super hot – Everything's going well. Their young rookie quarterbacks playing well. They're explosive. Basically said they're better in every aspect. Right. So it was kind of like a we'll see what happens. That's like a I think he's doing like a reverse jinx thing. Where he just gives wow. them credit for everything and basically says, You guys already won. It's all good, just to reverse jinx it. It's a great method. It works. Reverse jinxes work hundred percent of the time. <laughs> One hundred percent of the time. That's that's where the money goes. Seattle. I'm jinx. sure you get a great bet on Seattle right now. You could because the four ers are favorites to win by nine and a half. Yeah. Um, and of course, check your bet stamps for where you can get everybody's best dollar for. Um, but so here's the thing about the 49ers Seahawks is the 49ers have the better team, but the Seahawks have the better quarterback. Right? Uh, Gino Gino's a better quarterback than Brock Purdy, is he not? I think you have to say that just because I don't think Brock Purdy's done anything wrong to say that he's going to be bad. It's just, it's too small of a window. It's so few games, right? Yeah. 
But this is but, a lot of pressure to put on a rookie guy coming in, stepping in late in the season. It's not like he like they rode him the entire season, right? He came in at the end. Sure, but you could get like I don't know. I'm saying playoff football is going to be a little different. 100%. Geno Smith with his a, limited experience. Geno Smith is a veteran yeah. of the league. He might not have been in many or any playoff games, but he's still a veteran in the league. So he's going to be more poised, more yeah. like a better more relaxed quarterback where Brock Purdy's probably going to have he's probably going to be a little it's going to take him a while to settle down. I still think the Assuming 49ers so. win though. I think so too. I still think the 49ers win. Um, they're just they're they're kind of like the Bengals on the other side, where they're just they're on fire, firing yeah, up all hot right now. Everything's working well for them. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to the next game on Saturday night, 5 15 p.m., 8 15 East Coasters, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Chargers. This should be a fun game. These are my yeah. two picks. These are like these are your two picks. To, yeah, these are both yeah. like we both had it. We were both high in the Jaguars. I was high in the Chargers. Chargers so, are fully healthy too, aren't they? Yeah, both teams are pretty healthy. Yeah, I mean they got all the receivers. Williams, uh, with some yep. white Mike Williams is playing. Everybody's playing. Yep. And, and it, Chargers are favorites to win by two and a half. I don't it's know if Jacksonville. Jacksonville's home record is any better. I don't know if you have that info. I don't know. I don't. But, I do not know. Um, I do my know that gut says Chargers. Okay, but I want Jacksonville to win. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who I want to win. My gut actually says Jaguars. You think Jaguars win it? Because it's a home game, and both this is the battle of the long, blonde, flowy hair quarterbacks with Herbert and Lawrence. Both this is their both their first NFL playoff game. Herbert the, wasn't in the playoffs two years ago. No, this is his first playoff game. So I don't know. Like I think they both go in there with nothing to lose, and they're both gunslingers. So who knows? They're just gonna whip it around. I think. Fuck, I because I like the Chargers, but I what's think the odds on this one? What's the biggest? Uh, so I'm looking at Bet Stamp right now, and. All of the you can get the Chargers are favored to win as big as two and a half points and as low as one and a half points, depending on which which app you use. So, does anyone have the Jags to win? No, no, no. But I think I don't know. I think the Jaguars win this game. Yeah, I th- I, I I think it's very possible. I I they also have the better coach. I wouldn't count them out. They have the better coach. Doug Peterson is a better coach than Staley. Staley makes weird decisions all, all the, the time. All the time he makes Of all the decisions. underdogs, of, of all the statistical underdogs, the betting underdogs, I think Jacksonville is the best bet out of every other matchup. Yeah. Which we'll get into. So then let's go to Sunday's games. We got the Bengals-Ravens in Cincinnati. Oh, sorry. That's the night game. Let's go first. Let's go in order here. Miami-Buffalo. Bills-Buffalo, yeah. Bills from Buffalo. Dolphins from Miami. It's in Buffalo. They are favorites to win by 13 and a half. Now, Tua's not playing this game. Teddy Bridgewater is iffy right now. And I don't know who they're... They have a third-string quarterback that they played last week. This doesn't bode well for the Dolphins. It's also going to be 33 degrees Fahrenheit. So they haven't won a game, like we said earlier, in cold weather. I think Buffalo, with the DeMar Hamlin incident, is a very united team right now. 
you're going to get the best. I think with him getting increasingly healthier, that just gives it's giving them more confidence, more to play for, more to like rally around. Yeah, I think you're getting you're going to get a team that's going to come out and give it their all. Yeah, and Miami's not at their best. They don't have their their star guy. No, they, it's Miami's kind of. If they're going third string quarterback, that it's going to be a bloodbath at that point. And you can get if you check your bet stamp app, you can get the Bills at minus thirteen, minus fourteen. Jeez, all the way to minus twelve and a half is this the differences between some of these websites. Um, I have bills. I think you have bills on this one as well, just because of the fact that two is not playing is why I have the bills or else I think it'd be a much closer game. They beat them once yeah. with a, health, a healthy Miami beat them in Miami. In Miami. Nice. That was a beautiful sunny day though. Yeah. It'll be cold in Buffalo. Yeah. Big cold old day, a Buffalo bills day. Um, your one thirty or four thirty game. No. Yeah. yeah one thirty four thirty game. Uh, Giants, Vikings. As we talked earlier, this Vikings. is the matchup. I think that every matchup that the um, Vikings could have had in the NFC, I think this is the most favorable one. Yeah. Vikings are favorites to win by three. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot, does it? No, I, think, I, I think, think a lot of people don't. don't more. I don't, don't think them. a lot of people have faith in Minnesota. I, I don't, don't have faith in because of I don't Kirk either. Cousins. I don't think that they're that great. Because of Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has if you led. Put Dak, if you put Dak Prescott on that team, they'd be unstoppable. 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 Uh, but I do think they pull out a win. I don't know. Who do you who do you trust more with the game on the line? Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins? Neither of them. Whoever yes. hands the ball off most wins this game. Whichever team hands the ball off most wins this game. Yeah, I mean Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley both having both solid guys to choose from. Yeah, hundred percent. The only difference is that you can just heave the ball up to Jefferson, and he's likely he's That's gonna get more receivers. than he's not gonna get. Yeah, the wide receivers in this game are the difference, and for that reason, I I will go Vikings in this game. Yeah. And then our night game on Sunday, again due to circumstances, this game I don't think it's gonna be great. Bengals Ravens. Um, Bengals, no, Bengals, are, uh, Bengals are trending up. They've been trending up for the last I don't know, on fire seven, right now. Eight, They're doing eight. exactly what they did last last year to get hot yeah. at the right time. And Baltimore Ravens, is trending the complete other way. Exactly, and they're not. Lamar Jackson's not playing. Um, Huntley is. He didn't practicing. play last game. He didn't play last game either. Did he hasn't he? played. He hasn't played in a while. Um, Huntley is probably going to play, but he's also a little banged up too. So. Mark Andrews was out last game too, was he? Is he out this week? I don't know was if he's he playing this week or not. I I haven't really been following them, but yeah, he didn't play last week. Mark Andrews did. I like that Isaiah Likely kid though. It's a sweet name too. Um, but yeah, if you look at your bet stamp app, you can get the bet minus nine favorites or minus ten in Cincinnati. Um, if you know how to bet, you'd probably go minus nine. Uh, I just I I don't think this game is gonna be good for that reason. It's going to be great if you're a Cincinnati fan. I think it'll be a repeat of last week. Yeah, I agree. And then a Monday night game. This Before we move on, does Ocho Cinco pay for another celebration this week? Did you that watch was sweet. That? that was sweet. And they did it yeah. for him, too. For sure. Um, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Baby this, I think, Tampa. is one of the biggest matchups. 
It's in Tampa. This is kind of the big. Cowboys are favorite. This is like big career defining, not really career defining for Tom Brady, but in for him it is. Like this is this is the pivotal thing for him because like this is the end of his career. Maybe he's got another season left. Maybe he's got another two seasons left, whatever it is. But he doesn't have that many more shots. And you know he wants to go out winning. Oh, for sure. He does not want to have given up his family, the whole divorce, all those surface tablets that he probably had to pay for, all that shit for no nothing, to go out in the first round of the playoffs? No, he's going to want to win this game. And it being in Tampa helps that. Um, I don't know. Do you think they win, though? I think they can win. I don't see any reason why they don't win. The... But what happens next? He's up against. He's up against. Uh, assuming that all our predictions are right, he's up against San Francisco. Yeah. And well, I don't. Think- no, it's gonna be tough to beat San Francisco, but they got to. I mean, they do have to get past D- Dallas. Has also been hot, except for I think they lost last week. But they've been. They at one point they could have still won the first overall seed, and they lost. They beat Philly yeah. two weeks ago, three weeks ago. With Gardner Minshew, they yeah, they lost to a team who was playing for nothing when they were potentially playing for first seed. Yeah, so that I wouldn't call that hot. I think that 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 cooled them down a bit. That's true. Okay, well I'm gonna go. I think ah man, I don't know about this one. But also, I go, think like, this is. So much- is- this is another like defining thing for Dak Prescott. How many more chances is he going to get? This to should, go in the playoffs. I mean, they, he just signed a new contract. But you're right. Like, this should this is a very winnable game for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And Dak has to get it done. But also, this is the Michael Jordan thing. Like, never bet about never bet against Michael Jordan. And Tom Brady's out there. Like, do you bet against him? Yeah. The only difference between Michael Jordan and Tom Brady's situations is Michael Jordan could be a, a force on both sides of the ball. Tom Brady can only play offense. He can't do anything on defense. Yeah, you're right. That's so true. that's the only reason why it, it just it becomes such a tough matchup, right? That's very true. So, yeah, this is a very winnable thing. I think going into, like, on paper – this is Dallas's game to win. Tampa Bay has been abysmal this season. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is Dallas should win this game, but it's in Tampa with Brady. And yeah, and Mike that. Evans just had three touchdowns. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go Tampa Bay, though. I'm going Tampa Bay, too. I just don't have faith in the Cowboys right now. Yeah, I never have faith in the Cowboys. Also, I don't Cowboys like stay. their coach that much. McCarthy. I don't like anything about them. There's nothing I like about the Cowboys. I hate them. I hate that they think that they're America's team. I I like Michael Irving in that Adam Sandler movie, like Longest Yard. I thought he was pretty good in that. Yeah, that's the best thing about the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else to say before we go here? Uh yeah, I guess that's our Monday night game. That's that's the end. And then Casey in Philadelphia. Uh, here's my question. Do you always want the buy? Yes. Always. Because, I mean, sometimes I feel like you kind of cool down if it's 
Yeah, but you got you need your guys to have that extra rest for sure. If that's what they need, like for those two teams, I don't think it's going to hinder them. I think it gives Jalen Hurts time to to get back, and Kansas City's looking good either way. Yeah, it just gives everybody that one week to refresh. I think it's huge. I mean, you have to take it. You couldn't turn it down, but no, yeah. I swear, some circumstances having that week off can actually throw off your rhythm of when you're playing hot. I think in most sports, but I don't think in football. I think in most sports, like hockey and baseball, whenever you have that like seven game um, series that ends in four. You sweep and everybody else goes the distance and then you're just sitting there for a week and a half not playing. I think that, but in terms of football, I think that this, I don't, I think it's better than anything else. Yeah. Oh, Um, we forgot one thing. We forgot one thing. What's that? Our sponsored game stamp. Game of the week. No, I just they're all games of the week. But all games of the week? Oh no, we, see, I think you and I have a different perspective. You and I have a different perspective of the game of the week. Yours yeah, is the, the best. No, yours is the best betting odds. No, I don't think no, maximize no. your money. Mine is just which is gonna be the most entertaining game. They're all gonna be entertaining games. It's gonna be it's playoffs. We dis- we disagreed on that though. We thought Baltimore Cincinnati is not gonna be that entertaining. You don't care about Minnesota, you don't think that's gonna be entertaining. I'm gonna watch them all though. Yeah, I didn't say you're not going to watch them all. I'll even watch them on the TV. I'm not going to bust out the phone on these. I'm going to watch them on the TV. Well, which one are you going to watch still, on the TV? As many as as many as I'm able to sit there and watch. I'll probably watch at least all of Sunday's games on the TV. Monday for sure. Saturday's kind of a toss up because I got a soccer game myself, so I'll probably miss. I will miss for sure the um the second game. Really? I'll miss part of yeah, I'll miss part of the Chargers Jacksonville. I would say that that's the the last I would say that that's the game of the week. That's your game of the week. I can see that. What like Chargers Jaguars? That's the game of the week. I'll take it. It was either gonna be that or the Tampa Bay game, but I just feel like the Tampa Bay game might be Brady wins it in the last couple minutes, like he usually does. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna take your, your game of the week. Chargers Jacksonville. Yeah, and that game of the week. As always, is provided to uh, you guys from a bet stamp. It's your one stop shop for line shopping, bet tracking, and sports betting odds. You would never just go with the first price if you were shopping for flights. So, why settle for the first odds you find when betting? Bet stamp changes that. The streamlined and easy to use app allows you to find a wide spectrum of odds for any bet, then makes it easy to track your bets in one place. You can set alerts in case the line changes and learn what bets your friends and even some celebrity betters are making and our game of the week is chargers jaguars anything else you gotta say before we sign off here no but i i hope you're feeling better next week thank you i also hope i feel better next week at least knowing that the way i feel now i have an excuse to not do anything saturday and sunday and just hang out and watch is that ever going to stop you no but now i feel better about it because sometimes you know sometimes it's a weekend and you don't want to leave your house and you feel guilty about it no, I mean, I'm an adult. I, I'm a single guy. I, I don't feel these kind of guilt. I don't have to prove to anybody why I'm going to sit there and watch football like a lazy piece of shit all day. It's for this podcast I do. No, that's what I say too. But it's, then we this come on work. here with nothing to talk this about. This is work. This is research. It is work. And that's why I get away with it all the time too. It needs yeah. to happen. And anyways, thank you all for listening to us. We will be watching all the games I'll be watching them on the big TVs. Puya will watch the big TVs on Sunday and Monday. He's going to be on his cell phone for the Saturday games. 
because he's not that big of a Seahawks guy. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you after Wildcard Weekend. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.